0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. House
1: of Representatives must pass the bipartisan national security bill. The bill provides urgent funding for Ukraine, and it passed overwhelmingly in the Senate. And there's no question, none, none, if the Speaker called for a vote in the House would pass easily today. Instead, they went on vacation. I mean, it's just, and, well... Look, folks, all kidding aside, history's watching. The clock is ticking. Brave Ukrainian soldiers and civilians are dying. Russia, Russia has taken Ukraine territory for the first time in many months. But here in America, the Speaker gave the House a two-week vacation. They have to come back. They have to come back and get this done. Because failure to support Ukraine in this critical moment will never be forgotten in history. It will be measured. And it will have impact for decades to come.
0: What about uh, protecting the border? What about failure to support the border? Will that be uh, forgotten by history? You cannot make an argument... This impractical, this, not impractical, impractical is not the the right word, this inconsiderate of reality. Now, I understand there are people who want to push this discharge petition. They want to get the funding for Ukraine. You guys know I'm a guy who believes in funding for Ukraine at the expense of the southern border. But that's what it looks like. You're, you're not even pushing for anything regarding the southern border. This has to happen first. This can happen. And I argue that Ukraine funding should happen. But the border comes first. Where are you? Where is the supplemental to provide money to finish border wall construction? Yes, it's a fence, not a wall. Not the point. Where is the money to make sure the technology is there for the places where you won't have a wall because it doesn't go everywhere? To be able to inform Border Patrol when somebody's crossing the border. When will we see the legislation and the push to stop the rampant, nonstop asylum claims that are happening? Do you think anybody should give a good holy damn what Representative Ocasio-Cortez says? She's okay with destroying the country. She's down for it. She hates the place. This is obvious because nobody would be opposed to the Biden administration actually utilizing the tools at their disposal. He is the president of the United States, after all, and working aggressively to secure the border. She's opposed to it. She hates the country. We see you. It used to be that you were just childlike in your policies. Now we just all understand. You're really disgusting. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, what is going on, kitten? 833-468-8669, 833, got Tony. This is a stunning statement from Joe Biden. It's stunning that he could say failure to support Ukraine in this critical moment will never be forgotten in history. You've already forgotten the southern border. May I ask which history we are discussing here? And what about this, about reliance?
1: And I want to thank all you governors here for, and I urge you, if you agree with me, and many of you do, to urge your congressional representatives to force this bill to be brought up. America can be, to prove, America can be relied upon. America stands up for freedom. We never bow to anyone, particularly
0: Putin. This isn't about bowing. No part of this is about bowing. That is a lie. But if you're going to make the claim that this bill proves that America can be relied upon, right now the people of Texas, the people of California, the people of Arizona, the people of New Mexico, along with the people of New York and Chicago, I should say uh, fully Illinois. How about the people of Indiana, my beloved Indiana? How about the people of all the states in the Union? Can they rely upon you to keep the country safe from invasion, Article 4, Section 4 of the United States Constitution? Yes or no? Can they rely upon you to stop the threat from Chinese Communist Party nationals, over 20,000 of whom have crossed the border, single, able-bodied men? Can they rely upon you President Joseph Robinette Biden, that's his middle name, by the way. Can they rely upon you to protect the nation from terrorist cells that may have crossed the southern border? Never mind who's crossing the northern border. 12,500 people, the vast majority of the Swanton sector, which is Vermont. Let's talk about reliance. Ukraine is relying on us. We're relying on you. Let's talk about how you let us down day after day after week after week after month after month after year after year after year and you have the audacity to ask for four more years. This administration, this Biden administration now wants to enact policies at the border via executive action the story at the new york post i've discussed this politico reporting that the proposals being discussed by the white house include raising the threshold needed for asylum seekers to meet the quote credible fear standard unquote and swiftly that's the word of the reporting via a, a politico swiftly deporting those who don't meet the new Criteria, executive action that would ban migrants from seeking asylum if they enter the U.S. unlawfully through areas along the border not designated as official entry points. Can I rely on you, President Biden, to actually do this when just a few weeks ago you were telling the nation that the Senate had to pass the bipartisan border legislation so you could have the power to do this? That's what you told us. That's what you told us. You said that you had to, the the, the Senate had to pass the legislation so you could have the power to do this. But now you're considering it via executive action. So can I ask, uh, when we talk about relying on people, uh, how can we rely on you when you're lying to us? How is it possible for us to rely on you when you're lying to us? When you sit there in front of the press, in front of Marine One, and say this.
1: With executive authority.
0: You told us on January 30th, you've done all you can do, yet somehow on February 22nd, there's more you can do? I'm having a hard time relying on you because you're a liar. You are a liar and you are a fraud. You actually think I'm gonna trust you, and you think you can bully me into funding Ukraine with this idea of history is watching? And I'm a guy you don't have to convince. I think it is preposterous that we wouldn't fund Ukraine. It is a ridiculous idea. And I don't know what has happened to conservatives. Oh, wait. Yes, I do. We're still here. The people in this anti-Ukraine insanity, that ain't conservatism. That is a valueless proposition. Damn, am I not a populist? I know. I know. It means that we disagree about something. I'm cool with it. I just think it's crazy, this position. But there's nothing so crazy as to not protecting one's own house. You put the mask on yourself before putting it on your children. We protect the southern border and then, and then we help Ukraine. So why don't we just do that quickly? Then again, this is Joe Biden so why should I expect any level of rational thought? Because as he is sitting there in front of the, the nation's governors, there's big governors meeting there, um, uh, lambasting the, the Republicans, he's also this guy.
1: Harris Biden administration.
0: You have a problem figuring out whether
1: you're for me or Trump and you ain't black. Got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. We owe these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by Go You know the you know the thing. Say what?
0: I don't I don't know where to start. I don't I don't know where to start. Do I do I start? You know what, it I'll, I'll, doesn't matter. I'll start here.
1: I, I know uh, you just heard, did you already speak, my wife? Well, what the hell am I doing here?
0: Perfect. This is the guy I'm going to trust. Sure, and if that's not enough for you.
1: If I were smart, I'd leave
0: right now. See that, he got some applause, and then he's like, "Huh? if I were smart, I'd just go. Well, we don't have to worry about that cuz you stayed because you're not. There are a lot of irrational conversations that are happening. Yes, I think it's irrational that the political right is so opposed to the support of Ukraine. I think it's a I think it's a miss, I think it's a mistake. I don't think it is smart uh foreign policy by any stretch of the imagination. But you think you should be able to engage some level of, of attack, tell me history's watching, when you won't handle your own southern border, you won't protect your own nation, you're out of your head. And what of these members of Congress, these 10 members of Congress who are looking to circumvent the the, the Speaker of the House you understand that—that's what this is about. What they're trying to do is get a discharge position, a petition. I, I spoke to Congressman Jim Banks about this. I'll, I'll share that with you in a little bit. The discharge petition would say, "Hey, here's Speaker Johnson. He will not bring the Senate aid package to the floor—the one that would bring sixty dollars, sixty billion to Ukraine and and bring money for Israel and Taiwan, et cetera." The discharge petition would force the legislation to the full house for a vote. There are 10 Republican members of Congress, including Congressman Crenshaw, Mike Rogers of of Alabama, Mike Turner of Ohio, Ken Buck of Colorado, Mike Gallagher of Wisconsin, a host of others. They would vote with all the Democrats and yes, it would pass. That absolutely will happen. I am not opposed to its passage. And so much of this legislation is about munitions and upping our own stockpiles, by the way, which that's how the legislation should have uh, been been addressed. But you're willing to do this without border protections, without the Senate taking up House Bill 2, without you want to talk about why people have no respect for the Republican Party? You want to talk about why they 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 move to populism? You want to talk about why they have this anger and show their fangs on everything? It's because this. This isn't a valuable position. I got 10 members of the Republican delegation who can't figure out instead of going at their own party and instead of crapping on all their supporters, maybe, just maybe, they should go at Joe Biden for not taking a look at House Bill 2 or something else regarding the border? People want to understand how do things develop. This is how. This is exactly how. The people are telling you something and you're like, ah, Forget them. No, they're going to forget you. They're going to forget you. And if you don't want populism to run supreme, Congressman Crenshaw, you'd recognize the value of the opportunity being presented to you to move the border legislation along and remind Joe Biden that history is watching. I'm Tony Katz.
1: Been dazed and confused for so long, it's
0: not true. Wondered a war. For you. Lots of people talking the people at MSNBC a woman. are uh, are a special group, you know. And it's one thing to uh, to disagree about policy. It's another thing to disagree about people. It is something altogether different to take a look at the facts of the founding of the nation and declare, you see, that's the problem. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. A nation like the United States, in its formation, discussing freedom, but still allowing slavery. One could argue, man, that's a, a messed up founding. It's an incredible founding because it recognized from the beginning that we have to continue to work to get better, that this was the first step amongst many steps to get to that more perfect union. Could not have gotten there without the first steps. But as the, as we know, the Constitution of the United States is about the how of America, how we run the country. The Declaration of Independence is the why. Why we are a country. This brings us... To MSNBC, and this commentary. Well, I, I I share the clip.
1: The one thing that unites all of them, because there's many different groups orbiting Trump, but the thing that we're not, unites them as Christian nationalists, not Christians, by the way because Christian nationalists is very different, Mm -hmm. is that they believe that our rights as Americans, as all human beings, don't come from any earthly authority. They don't come from Congress. They don't come from the Supreme Court. They come from God.
0: That is a reporter from Politico. And if you're screaming right now, I'll wait. I'll, I'll wait for you to be done. to note nature and nature's law, and that's where our rights come from. It is only rationality. My rights don't exist by man. They exist because they exist. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights... Governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. What it doesn't discuss is who then get their rights from nature and nature's law, which is to say God. This is exactly the problem. We don't have an agreement on the very basics on definitions, and I'm gonna get into a conversation about definitions uh, coming up uh, in, in, in the third hour. Oh, I have much to say. Of course, my right, my right to, to think, my right to not be a slave, my right to uh, speak freely comes from nature nature's law. It doesn't come from, from man, because what if man said I wasn't free? What if man said I couldn't speak? that man would be wrong well they decided so therefore you don't have the right the right is with me it's with it's with how i was born i exist it comes with my existence that's how lost part of society is my advice don't be that lost this is tony Katz today Discharge petition thing is a is, is a thing. You've got ten Republicans in Congress that want to engage what is called a discharge petition, and that means they could circumvent the Speaker of the House who is not allowing the funding bill that was passed by the Senate regarding Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan. He's not bringing it to a vote. This would circumvent him. It would bring it to a vote, and these 10 Republicans would go along with the Democrats, and the next thing you know, we have funding for Ukraine before we have anything regarding the southern border. Now, you know me. I've I've been as clear as day uh, about this. I favor supporting Ukraine, but I favor taking care of the southern border first. I favor both things. I have made my argument for it. I certainly am not about to apologize for it. I can defend every part of my position. But I do rank the things, and it's not like I'm willing to say the southern border doesn't come before Ukraine. The southern border does come before Ukraine. That's what I've said. I've said it repeatedly, that the southern border comes before Ukraine. This is not shocking or surprising in any way, shape, or form. Tony Katz, Tony Katz, today. Good to be with you. Now, uh, I, I I had uh, reached out to uh, Jim Banks, uh, Congressman, um, to 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 discuss this, and and I I have it with you. But I was I was just trying to play it. The whole thing sounded kind of nutty. Sounded kind of off. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get back uh, to that. In, in just a little bit, because I have no idea why it's, why it's sounding like that. That is super duper weird. I hate it when that happens. Because sometimes I get the interview early and I try and put it together for you. I'll, 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 I'll get back to it in, in, a, in a little bit. I wanted to discuss what's happening in Alabama. Because this IVF story is fascinating. Fascinating as the day is long. And I'm not sure what comes next. The story goes as follows. IVF being uh, in in vitro fertilization. So the story is, is that these couples, they had embryos, frozen embryos, in, in, in this storage facility. And something happened at the storage facility. And the embryos got destroyed they are suing now what's weird about this is what they're suing about is actually wrongful death i'm sorry what i said wrongful death super duper weird how in the world is this wrongful death it's wrongful death because the state of Alabama, through its constitution in 2018, they state that Alabama protects, quote, the rights of the unborn child. <clears throat> oh, okay. Wait a second. The embryo is the unborn child? You got that right. The court ruled. This is the, the Alabama Supreme Court, that the quote unquote extrauterine children were also covered under this wrongful death law because according to the Act, unborn children are children without exception based on the developmental stage, physical location, or any other ancillary characteristics. That, according to Justice J. Mitchell. Oh. My goodness. Now, for, for the pro-life people, this creates a of I don't want to use the word fascinating like I'm trying to be flippant. I'm not trying to be flippant. And I discussed this on my morning show. Producer Carl and I were going back and forth on the thing. Um, this is this creates a fascinating conversation. For the bar stool, for the for the for the dining room table, whatever it is. The embryo and the ability to fertilize the, the, the egg create, and, 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 and get to this moment that would then be implanted in a uterus to be able to gestate and therefore create the gift of life has to go through these series of, of processes. When we think about life and life beginning at conception, it would be, you would be hard-pressed to find people who think that that somehow doesn't mean in utero? I don't know many people, including myself, who are thinking about the embryo. The argument would be that the embryo, in some kind of deep Walt Disney-esque freeze, has no capacity to become life. It 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 is just there it needs all the other conditions making it different than in utero but the law is clear that the rights of the unborn child are protected and there is no definition that would create some level of boundary within the conversation so there's a question about what the bloody hell the Alabama Supreme Court was supposed to do about this. But then there's a question about what in the world we're supposed to do about this. What exactly are we supposed to do about this? In, in many, many cases, we, we think about things, we make statements or, or engage a conversation about legislation. And, and we're like, okay, we all know what we mean. But not everybody knows what you mean. Let me give you an example of this that I, that I think matters. Here, let me, let, me, let me read this to you. Let me, let me pull it up and make sure that, that I say it properly. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. I think that's pretty clear. Progressives are like, oh, you see, you see, this is only for people who are part of a military. And what you get, you got to have a uniform, there's got to be a haircut, and, uh, you know, and then we have to decide whether or not you're in or you're out. That's not what it is. Militias are necessary to the security of a free state, which means people have to be able to proactively defend freedom and their city, their state, their nation. So therefore the people being uh, armed and having the right to be armed cannot be infringed by the federal government because the need for them to be able to protect themselves and protect others. That is paramount. I did it. But if the founding fathers had just written, yes, you can have a gun in your home or on your person anytime, anywhere, no questions. Shut up, progressives! Like that would have been that would have been much clearer. Admittedly, that would have been a much clearer conversation, but they didn't write it like that. They did not write it like that. So, what is it that we're looking at? What is it that that we now say about this IVF ruling in this in vitro fertilization? That's the question. So, did the court grant de facto personhood to embryos? Now, as some people pointed out, the court was not saying that they, you know, that they're saying whether the fetus or embryo has a constitutional right. They're just saying that based on. On this lawsuit, wrongful death they're 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 considered persons. you understand that what this this um what this legislation does is it really does Put a, for people who've been utilizing the technology in order to have children, this is going to end the technology. I mean, it just stops. It just stops at this moment. And so, I mean, people like Nikki Haley have had to backtrack on this and a host of others. And then other people, I think it was uh, Representative Matt Gates, is like, this is terrible. This is insane. Of course we want IVF. We want to be able to help people go out there and have kids. Of course we do. This is, this is a, a, a step back in, in, in development of, of technologies because it's saying that nothing can go wrong. I, I don't know if, if this is, is um, like people asking, well, is miscarriage murder? Uh, not in my view. No, 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 no! Oh gosh, no! And no. That's 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 insane. Sometimes things go wrong and they go bad. I, I, I until my friend group started having kids, I had no idea how difficult it was for people to have kids. Like. Outrageously difficult. I had no idea with such regularity that people had issues, how much time it took for them. I had I had never heard outside of some random commentary the word miscarriage. In in, in that that was something of, of a of a generation. I, I, it was really. I would argue that it was eye opening, but really it was horrifying. And I, I look. I, I don't feel bad that for my wife and I, man, we it, it was it was all super easy. It went super super easy compared to other people I know, who went through brutality. And I'm not interested. And making it more difficult for people. This Alabama decision, this is a conversation. Because I think one could argue that by the letter of the law, the Supreme Court was correct. But it seems very clear that in the state of Alabama, they have to go back and better define in their constitution the letter of the law. Because if Alabama would really say, if somehow the embryo and storage got destroyed, you've killed someone, you've ended IVF. And I don't think we're a better society because of it. I'm Tony Katz. You've got members of Congress that want to step us around the speaker and actually pass the Ukraine spending without taking care of border spending. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. I asked Congressman Jim Banks about this from the Indiana 3rd District. We got into a very detailed conversation, which I'll share with you later, about what he thinks about what some Republicans are trying to do in this end around uh, of the speaker.
2: Well, I'm 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 fully against it, and this would be a big mistake. and would betray the voters who gave us this majority, however slim it really is. And Mike Johnson, the new speaker, has been very firm on this. We're not going to pass a, a bill out of the House that uh, gives more funding to Ukraine or or other countries without addressing our own border first and leveraging uh, that um, that focus that, that Democrats and some Republicans have on sort of bankrupting America to support. Billions of dollars more to Ukraine while leaving our own border wide open. So, that that's where I stand on it. I voted against the the last big funding bill uh, a a, year, a couple of years ago for Ukraine. I voted against a lot of, of Ukraine funding ever since uh, because Hoosiers are very clear about this. Quit quit. Uh, I mean, we're we're well into the hundreds, well over a hundred billion dollars for Ukraine, and we have fentanyl flooding into our country. Ten million illegals. Coming into our country, the crime uh, uh, that, that's come with it, uh, what this has done to to uh, to harm America, I think for a long time to come is is is, is, is insanity. And, and all the while we're we're uh, we're bankrupting our country to to uh, to support Ukraine. So I, I, this is a misguided attempt by a few Republicans and a lot of Democrats to circumvent the process, to go around the speaker, to go around the will of the majority And I'm going to to do everything I can to push back and fight back against it.
0: Now, as I have stated on the show, and I would say to you, I favor funding Ukraine because I favor fighting off Vladimir Putin right there in Ukraine and not allowing any level of advance. I equally favor recognizing that the border is the biggest story in America and the border has to come first. Sometimes these things have to be ranked. People like Congressman Dan Crenshaw of Texas are part of this idea. These ten Republicans who want to push this discharge p- petition, and if they were to be successful, well, it's going to pass. They'll have all the Democrats on board, these ten Republicans, and it will pass. Am I to believe that Dan Crenshaw doesn't actually believe in protecting the U.S. southern border?
2: Well, if you if you take uh, if you take that example, you you would assume that if you went along with that discharge petition, then you care more about what's going on in Ukraine than you do the United States of America. And I think that that would be a big mistake for these Republicans to go along with that. And, you know, frankly, I don't don't see this as a partisan issue, Tony. I mean, I, I, I've heard from Hoosiers, Republican, Democrat in the middle, who say address what's going on in the United States of America, bring down prices from inflation, um, secure our border, make America strong again, make America great again. Uh, don't fo- don't don't focus on what's going on in Ukraine more than you focus w- on what's going on in America. And that's the, that's the travesty of it. We have done a lot for Ukraine. We've given them, them a lot of military weapons to fight back. And that's why today is this three year anniversary of the beginning of that war that Ukraine. And back, if you go back three years ago, they didn't think Ukraine would stand on its feet for 10 days, let alone three years. That's because of the weapons that we, we provided in the Trump administration and a lot of things that have happened since. But that that's not more important to me than what's going on in the United States of America. The families that I hear from in Indiana every day who have had a, a loved one die of a fentanyl overdose because of a wide open border on Joe Biden's watch flooding this country with drugs and crime. That's just
0: part of my conversation with Congressman Jim Banks. And I think that's the way a lot of people feel and regardless of party. Again, going back to this idea of, I support funding Ukraine, but how is the border not our first subject? Everything else can flow from that. So much more to get into. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. This is Tony Katz Today.